This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Dive into the mind of Brett Boone as we turn to the baseball legend to find out what's happening in his life and around Major League Baseball. This is Turning Two with Booney. Here's your host, Rich Herrera. All right, let's move on to your dreams. Every one of us, our parents signed us up for Little League. When, when your mom was standing there, when your dad was standing there, and they were paying the $4 uh, back of the day, the $250 now, they got you your first glove. For one half of a second, everybody, whether your last name was Boone or Herrera, uh, Johnson or whoever, that parent signed them up and, go, and thought in the back of their head, just maybe, just maybe, their dream could come true and, and this kid will end up in Cooperstown one day. Just for a half nanosecond, some, maybe more than a full nanosecond, but just all of us, just just for a touch. One day, my kid might make it to Cooperstown. Well, this week, Cooperstown opened its doors for three players, and I want to get your reaction. Beltre, Helton, and Maurer are now part of baseball immortality. They're going to Valhalla. They are headed to Cooperstown. React. Well, my first reaction to the... <clears throat> to the announcement was those are three very uh, deserved Hall of Famers. Um, Beltre, I got a chance to play with one year, 2005. Tremendous teammate, uh, gamer. Uh, you can, he was a guy that could be counted on. Now you look at his numbers and his, his body of work. Uh, he's a no-brainer first ballot. I mean, I think he's got the most hits in the history of third baseman. Hit 477 homers, 1,700 ribbies. It was an obvious choice for me. I I, I knew that Adrian was going in, and his body of work definitely deserved He was a gold glove caliber third baseman right? Uh, and a tremendous guy. So that was a no-brainer for me. I knew that years ago. Adrian, that's an automatic once he's – it's an automatic first ballot. <clears throat> Helton's a, an, another case. Helton was a tremendous player when I played against him. And I started to think about this. Just because you play in Colorado, everybody wants to knock you down. 
Oh, it's because he played in Colorado. So if I'm draft, if I'm drafted by the Colorado Rockies, do you just okay? Now my chances of going to Cooperstown are over because of where I was chosen to play. Uh, look at Todd Helton. I mean, he hit 316 career. Yes, with Coors Field, did it help? Of course it did. He was on base over 400 uh, for a career, 414 to be to be uh, to be accurate. This guy was a great hitter. He was a batting champ. Without a doubt, Todd Helton. And I'm a big fan of the Hall of Fame. Get guys into the Hall of Fame. There should be so many guys, more guys in the Hall of Fame that are actually in there. Fans want to go to Cooper. Fans want to go to Cooperstown. They want to see the greatest player. Why, why do you want the, it diluted? I don't want it diluted, but there are there are players sitting the outside looking in. Right. That a hundred percent should be in there. Don't okay, tell well, get, me. Get to, get, get to Mauer, and then I want to get to the guys who didn't make it. Yeah, Mauer. Give, give me Mauer. Uh, one of the best hitting catchers, maybe of all time. He's got three batting titles. Let's say that of, one more time. Just mark the tape. Say that one more time, so everybody understands what a compliment you're playing. You're you're paying to him, Joe Mauer. Not only was he a great hitter for a catcher, he was a great hitter for a hitter. You win three batting titles. That's no joke, and especially doing it at the catching position. It's unheard of. So for Maurer, for me, it was a no-brainer. It was a first ballot Hall of Famer. He, get, he snuck in with 76% of the vote. But for me, uh, you're talking about a Posey being a, being a Hall of Famer in the coming years. Uh, you're talking about um, these guys that go into the Hall of Fame as catchers. Joe Maurer, are you kidding me? He's one of the greatest hitting catchers of all time. Maybe the best hitting catcher of all time. If we're talking about the Tony Gwynn type of hitter, right? Uh, who do you want up there? Who who is the best pure hitter? He hit some home runs. He wasn't a big power guy, but to win three batting champs for me, it was it was over. Joe Mauer deserves to be a Hall of Famer. And there was a couple guys that missed that that uh, I still think one day will get in. The Sheffield thing was big for me. See him not make. Okay, it. that's where you want to go. I was Gary say, Sheffield's yeah. one of the greatest right. so hitters of my Shef, generation. We've had Chef on the field, on the program. It's ridiculous. Um, he's got sixty three point nine percent of the vote. React. Yes. It's absurd. Gary Sheffield's one of the best hitters in my generation. Guy has the magic number. He's got five hundred. What he's got five hundred nine homers. Right. Two ninety two career. He's a batting champ. World Series, nine-time All-Star. For me, the Hall of Fame is about the players on the field. I know we don't vote, but the players on the field, we kind of have an inkling who's a Hall of Famer and who's not. I think if you went around and polled everybody that played during the time Gary Sheffield played, if you polled 100 big leaguers, 99 of them are going to say absolutely. And the fact that he's not in there, uh, I, I just Why isn't I, he I don't in? know. Stupid stuff, reputation. Uh, I think he was linked to having some cream with bonds. Never tested positive for anything, uh, but was linked. Uh, Gary could be a little bit distant with the media. That shouldn't play any role at all. A little or a lot? Well, I don't know. I, I, I never played with Gary Sheffield. I was never a teammate of his. I was never around him. I didn't watch yeah, him interact we know, with we, the media. We, we, we Who cares? That. Rich, I'm not saying as a player that you should be dissing with the media. I think media is part of your uniform. Like I'm a big league player. I make millions of dollars. I've got to be cordial with the media and be a good guy. That's how I look at it. 
But it doesn't matter what I think, and it doesn't matter my personality. And I don't care if you're the biggest jerk in the world to the media. I don't think you should be. Steve Carlton wouldn't even talk to the media. But if you do what you need to do on the field of play, and you don't, you're not a felon, you should be in the big league Hall of Fame. And it doesn't matter how big of a jerk you were off the field. It, politics shouldn't have anything to do with it. It's what did I do on the field for my time I was in the big leagues? That's what you should be judged on. Now, there are certain, you know, you, you have the Ty Cobb situation, the Pete Rose situation. Now, those are those, those are, are extenuating circumstances. Those are different. But if you didn't do anything wrong, you didn't you didn't you weren't a felon. You were just a jerk. And I, I, I don't think Gary Sheffield's a jerk. My relationship with him, he's always yeah, been great. But yours is different. Always, There's your right, but I don't care. So, so you're not professional enough as a person in the industry, an analyst, a reporter, whatever you are, that you were so offended how he treated you, you're going to keep him off his ballot. Well, that's not being a professional to me. That's like giving me the ballot at the end of the of the year, which they do. It's called the player's choice. And because I don't like another player personally, am I going to leave him off my ballot? Absolutely not. So I'm going to look and say who, you know, our typical thing was players choice awards for the season. Now I'm going to get my ballot and I'm going to go, yeah, I can, I, this guy, I can't stand him, but what did he do this year? You know what? He deserves it this year. I'm not going to take that away from him because personally what I feel about him, I think that takes professionalism away from the vote. And I think if anybody doesn't vote for somebody because of personally how they felt or how they were treated, however wrong it may be, I think it's a lack of professionalism and you shouldn't have a vote if you do that. I've asked people. How about that? How about that, Rich? Suck on that. I think that there's some gray area in the middle of that as well. I think that personality plays a lot into it. And uh, you remember Mel Anthony? I didn't say it doesn't play. No, no, I'm just saying it shouldn't play in. Here's my point. Do you remember Mel Anthony, the writer from USA Today? I do. Mel Mel passed away a number of years ago, but he was my partner on on Sirius XM. And I asked Mel about this one day, and he 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 let me have it pretty good. He said, "You know, it's not. It's don't blame us." If you don't like the way that it gets voted as the BBWAA, he goes, then then say something to the Hall of Fame because the Hall of Fame entrusts us to be the gatekeepers of Cooperstown. So if you don't like the way we're doing it, fine. We're doing it because we are asked to, not because we want to. We are asked to. And I thought that was a very telling statement that I that I have to remember when it comes to the Hall of Fame. My issue is, was Sheffield a jerk to the media? Maybe. Uh, was Sheffield put up numbers that he deserved to get in? Absolutely. Um, but to me, it seems rather elitist, petty, or or something that you look at Chef and next year, maybe he gets in. Did Chef get better in the last 365 days where he never picked up a bat? Well, the answer is no. The problem did, is, did Andrew Jones get better? Now. He's off the ballot now. Right. Sheffield's done. Done. I mean, he, he he'll get in one day. He's going to be get a veteran, in one day. veterans. Well, committee. Let me use Andrew Jones for uh, a teammate of yours, right? You played right. with Andrew. Yes. Did Andrew Jones his first time out? He was like less than ten percent. Now he's sixty-one right. and he's trending up. Did Andrew Jones just get better? Did I find a bunch of game footage of Andrew Jones that I'd never seen before? That said, oh, I need to watch these at bad. Uh, maybe I need to reevaluate Andrew Jones, or is it a game within a game? 
That right, like we'll let you know when we're. We'll gonna let you know you when we think you're worthy, like I, I, uh, like and, you're sitting on high. Right, that's that's ridiculous to me. And who, and I've who, gone, are the, who are the five percent that didn't vote for Beltray? Because I've got a rule, right? That nobody can have a hundred percent. Nobody can right. get in with hundred percent. Right. And, and that's so there are why five guys they set aside and say, guys, don't vote for them, just so we make sure we all didn't vote for them. Right, but it's absurd. those are games within the game. And, to me, it's lack of integrity. You, you're there uh, to do a job. Yes, you're there to do a job. You're not there to set your own rules. Now, I think it's a flawed system. Yeah, but but who has a perfect system? I don't think there is a perfect system. Football. My perf my Football. perfect system is this. Canton does. My perfect system is this, and, and it's so complex that I don't think it ever get passed. First of all, no Hall of Famer can be on a committee because they're going to be biased. They're already in. If you're a Hall of Famer, you want less and less people in the Hall of Fame because it's more exclusive. Okay. So Hall of Famers aren't aren't on the panel, but you take in each individual career and they are judged by a panel of their peers. Now you, you have to have certain credentials to get on that panel and they vote. So so for a Sheffield, whether Sheffield's gonna make it or not, you take X amount of players that played from 1985 to 2000, and they're the people that vote or not vote for Gary Sheffield. I think that's the way you're going to get the not the personality's not going to come in. You're going to get the truest belief of who's a Hall of Famer and who's not. Andrew Jones, love Andrew Jones, one of my favorite teammates of all time. I've gone back and forth on Andrew until recently because I think of Ozzie Smith. Ozzie Smith, the great, the wizard. He he changed the way shortstop is played. But when we talk about Hall of Fame in 2023, when's the last guy you said we got in for his defense? Brooks Robinson got in for his defense. The you Wizard is an, most every, known. Everything for, in the game is offensive. So all the right, awards. But are, Andrew Jones, if there's an except, right. if there's an exception, I think this is pretty, pretty baseball people in baseball wide, players, coaches, front office managers that were there during Andrew's tenure. I think it's pretty, pretty, it's a pretty popular opinion. Andrew Jones is the greatest defensive center fielder in the history of the game. So right away, if we're going to decide that, and I played with some great ones. I played with Cameron. I played with Torrey Hunter. I played with Ken Griffey Jr., the great Ken Griffey Jr. Defensively, Andrew Jones is the best center fielder I ever saw. Bobby Cox, when I played for the for the Atlanta Braves. And I've told this story before, right. looked at me one time, Andrew made a play and he looked at me and said, Andrew, Willie Mays, my ass. Right. Saying Andrew was better than Willie Mays. Bobby Cox saw Willie Mays. So I'm going to put Andrew Jones into the Ozzie Smith category of Ozzie Smith reinvented the, the, the position deserves to be in the hall of fame. Andrew Jones kind of reinvented center field. He's the greatest of all times. And oh, by the way, he's also got 400 plus homers throughout his career. Right. That that's he was no slouch offensively, but he's a different. He's the one guy I'll think I'll take and I'll say defense was the difference maker because he was that good. I'll poke a hole in your theory. Well, you're going to be wrong, but go ahead. Um, What type of historical perspective do you have? It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. 
Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Historical perspective on Andrew Jones, the player. No, no, and, no, no, no. On your idea of uh, having ball players decide who goes to Cooperstown. There's none. That's just my personal way. Right. Because that's, I that's think, why I poke a hole in yours. Yeah. Oh, oh, without a doubt. And I didn't bring that up to think it couldn't have a hole poked in it. Without a doubt, it could. But there is that's no my job per- here. Keep you on right. The there is no perfect system. I know this current system is far from perfect. And, and I've kicked it around with some players before. I said, how did how did they get it right? I don't think there football. is any way. Football. You yeah, like football, football doesn't put everybody in a room. Yeah, put but everybody what, in I'm, a room. what I'm saying is who chooses the people that get a vote? For me, the players know better than anybody else who is a is just a touch better than the rest of us. Then you're talking about not. you're talking about who's the best of your generation, not the best of all time. The best of your generation. That's how you have to be judged. You, you have to be judged. No, 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 no. If I'm judging who gets into Cooperstown, I'm talking about the best of the no, best. No, but the number, so the numbers Andrew change. Andrew Jones, Andrew Rick. Jones has to be has to be said in the same sentence as Willie Mays right, to be but, a Hall of Famer. But the problem is, is this okay? Numbers change. They they have the dead yeah. ball era. They have eras where yes. hitting was prominent. They have era where pitching was prominent. They had era where the ball was dead. Uh, they had an era Babe Ruth's time. Watch Babe Ruth swing. Could he play today? Of course not. In his time, could he play? He was out homering other teams. Could so you, you play to, in Babe Ruth's time? You come on. Of course. No, I'm just asking that question. Life goes on, Rich. Baseball right. doesn't go backwards. Okay. The players today breaking what into happened? the game what today are to superior. Matthewson? Would you stop talking and listen to me? The players of today. The baseball players of today, compared to when I was breaking into the minor leagues, they're superior athletes to my generation. Okay. And in the year 2050, they're going to be superior to these players on the field. Life goes forward. It doesn't go backwards. Uh, Guys that played in the 70s, they were the best of their time. That's how they should be judged. If you dominated your generation, you can't compare Andrew Jones to Willie Mays. Andrew Jones was a superior athlete to Willie Mays. If we if we put Willie Mays in his 18-year-old body and Andrew Jones 50 years later in his 18-year-old body, Andrew Jones is superior just the way it is. We've never seen Aaron Judge in a baseball uniform. You can't compare Aaron Judge to, to, to Babe Ruth, but Babe Ruth dominated his generation. He was the best of his time. Take it to football. Do you think the 1950 NFL All-Star Defensive line could line up against today's all-star offensive line. No, no. times have changed. Got, got bigger, faster, stronger. I get that. Right. Part. But again, when we're talking about Cooperstown, we're talking about the all-time greats. That right. For, be on that all-time team. Right. But stats change. When I was coming up, what well, that's was the it? eye test? It was about average. It was about home runs. It was about RBIs. If you were a speed guy, it was about stolen bases. That's how we were judged. Today, they're judged OPS. Different set of Difference. circumstances. Well, no, no. The no, best player. Yeah. Here's the deal. The best player nowadays is in the leadoff hole. Hits second. They're not going to be able to drive in 150 runs like we could hit in third and fourth. So that the, the criteria has changed. The numbers have changed. What the current player is judged on is a little bit different than when I played. Right. Because the, the, the answer key has changed. But I could still, and I hate to say this because I don't want to give the, the computer nerds any credit, they could still go by and look at numbers and try to come up with something comparative. 
when I right. take it's- out the old school, you know, just because AJ uh, AG Spalding decided that batting average and whatever stats he came up with are going to be the most important thing in the world. It was just arbitrary when Spalding, the guy who who sold the baseballs to the American League, came up with these stats that we've been married to them for a hundred years. But it, but it's rich. The reason you got to go generation generation because the game changes. Uh, it, Ted it, Williams was one of the greatest hitters of all time and definitely dominated his era. But Ted Williams hitting in two thousand twenty three would be a little bit different ball game. The pitching's a little different now. Now guys don't go nine innings. The fifth starter isn't expected to pitch eight. You got to face power bullpens okay. where financial. Uh, I get all that. I get all that. Finances are put into bullpens now. Right. Yeah, we spend money on. You bullpens. got power right. bullpens. Wait a second. Hold on a second. I'm gonna. Th- I'm gonna Honus, throw something else in there. Honus Wagner hit like 427 while playing second base. It's so, impossible to do that in the big leagues today because of how it's set up. There is big time financial investments put into the bullpen, and it's a hundred miles an hour, hundred miles an hour, hundred miles an hour. It's not a number four starter, number four starter, number five starter, expected to pitch eight nine innings. No, I get, I, I get that part. I, I just wonder though if I took Willie Mays and I gave him the same advantages of anybody else in modern times, what kind of beast he would be. You never know, but we'll never know because they didn't right. have the the technology that we have, the right. training tools that we have, uh, the way of life right we have. Yeah, and this is by by the way, for all you listen to the Boom Podcast, this is not a dig on any generation. No. Willie Mays is the top five greatest player in the history of the game, just All like time. Babe Ruth is. He's the but greatest that living ball player today. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, wait a minute. No, he's not. Barry Bonds is. I say Willie Mays. Well, you're wrong. Barry Bonds is the greatest hitter in the history of this game. But, and it's uh, not Will, close. Will, Willie's five tools. I said Barry Bonds. I said the so greatest is, living so player. Is Barry Bo- so is Barry Bonds. Uh, I don't think he was. I don't think he had the the legs of Willie. How many bases? Better, who, how, how many bases did he steal? It's a different. Uh, game who game. cares how many tools you have? How, oh, does Brady's? Tools, oh, I made you. I made you stop. Oh, for oh does, a second. Does, hey, here we'll go into your football world. Does Tom Brady's tools add up to Dan Marino's tools? Absolutely not. Who's the goat? Brady. Tom Brady. All who right. cares about tools? You can take your tools and throw them out the window. They have nothing to do with anything. What do you do on the field? Barry Bonds is the greatest player in the history of this game.